Hey, hey, everybody. This is Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. Welcome to another episode of the Heart Work with PBJ podcast, where we are disrupting cycles of burnout for people who do their work from the heart. Oh, yes, my friend, this podcast is dedicated to you, the giver's the caretakers, the educators, those who take care of everybody else also need to be taken care of. So I am so honored that you continue to come so that we can have this conversation to refill our cups so that we can go back out in the world and serve in the ways that we are called to serve. Hey friend, before we get into the episode, would you do me a favor? If this episode blesses you, would you subscribe? to this podcast so you won't miss a download. Also, give a rating. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment. Not only will that help me make it better, but this will ensure that this podcast gets out to so many other heart workers. So do me a favor, rate this podcast, leave a comment, and let me know what you think. All right, friend, let's get into it. Hey, hey, friends, welcome to another episode of Heart Work with PPJ, where we are disrupting cycles of burnout. I am so excited to share with you all today. So on the day I am recording this, it is Labor Day 2021. Um, so I hope that you have found some rest from your labor today. Um, I hope that you are doing something that you love, just like I'm doing right now. I hope that you found some rest in this long weekend because you definitely, you definitely deserve it. Y'all, as we get into this episode, I want to share with you all a conversation um, that I had with my husband this weekend. But before I do that, I want you to know that this episode is a throwback. Um, When I first started my free Facebook group, it was called A Leader's Perspective. So now it's called The Heart Work Community. Um, If you want to join us, you can join us for free in the Heart Work Community where we talk about disrupting burnout and we support each other. But a leader's perspective was created just as a platform for me to share some of the leadership lessons that I've learned throughout the years. I always say the people part is the hardest part. We can do our work. We can do the assignment. We can get the thing done. But when you're dealing with human beings, you are going to be challenged. So today in this episode, I want to give a throwback to a leader's perspective. And it's still going to be focused on disrupting burnout, but this is going to be a leadership lesson that I have learned. So this episode is for those of us who know that we're prone to cycles of burnout just as normal, but this is also um, for those who lead people any people. If you lead people, then this episode is going to help you. Um, So let's get right into it. This weekend, my husband and I had some great time to discuss and reflect and think about where we are and where we're going. I always love when we take some time to, you know, bring our minds together and and talk out loud about where we're going and, and what's going on in our family and in our lives. 
And one of the highlights of the conversation um, is was that we finally realized, we've realized that we are both learning how to appreciate each other for who we are individually. So let me tell you what that means. When we first got married, um, again, just you know, never been married before. I had never been married before. Didn't have a whole lot of wisdom um, when it comes to marriage. Didn't know how to do this thing. I was really focused on uh, making him more like me. And I didn't call it that. I didn't think that's what it was, but that's exactly what it was. When I look back at some of the things that I allowed myself to be frustrated by or some of the things that I tried to impact in our home or in our marriage, it was my perspective. The way that I was raised or the way that I interact or the way that I respond, I expected him to be me. And I expected him to be more like me because my perspective seemed right to me. Well, in our 10th year here, we'll be celebrating 10 years of marriage at our next anniversary. In our 10 years here, we've learned to accept, appreciate, and celebrate each other for who we are and what we bring to the marriage and to our family. We were saying this weekend that he will never be me and I will never be him. You know, from his perspective, there are a lot of times that he encourages me, hey, you need to say no more. You need to speak up for yourself or, or you need to just walk away from that or you need to just rest. And, and in a lot of situations, he's right about that. But what I have to remind him of is he has to celebrate my small victories. Because I will never um, be as comfortable with no as he is. I've told y'all before, my husband has a no anointing, okay? He is good at saying no. I am good at saying yes. Um, and that's not always the best thing, but it is my natural bend. It's who I am. So when I have a small victory of saying no, we need to celebrate that small victory because I will never have the no anointing at the level that he has it just because I'm not him. And he's not me. You know, in our marriage, he has the, his role. I have my role. And I'm not talking about gender roles. I'm talking about what we bring, what our natural shine and abilities are. You know, I am the more structured one. I am the planned one. I, we don't go on vacation without me already knowing the landscape. Even if I've never been to that place, I have studied it enough that I know how to navigate it. I know directions. I have... Even if I haven't written an itinerary, I have one in my mind most times. And there's lots of benefits to that. But from his perspective, vacation is vacation. And we'll do whatever we do when we do it. And if we didn't bring what we need from the house to do that, then we'll buy it. Let's go. All of that coming together, we've decided and we've finally acknowledged that that's the power of our relationship. 
me celebrating him and who he is and him celebrating me and who I am and not trying to change, not trying to change the other person, but acknowledging the strengths that come from both of those perspectives and both of those personalities. And that is what creates power in our marriage and in our family. Our daughter does not need two of me. She definitely does not need two of me. And she doesn't need two of her father. He's got that covered. He's taking care of that. But bringing the two of us together for her, that is where her power, that is where her legacy, that's where her destiny, that's where her foundation is coming from. So I want to apply this to leadership because this is a lesson that is hard learned by leaders. As leaders, we are taught that we are supposed to have the answer, that we are supposed to have the direction, that we need to tell people what to do, that we need to lead the way. And I have learned over the years that some of the most powerful leaders know how to step out of the way and let other people shine. Some of the most powerful leaders know how to step aside and allow the brilliance, the magic, the gifts of their teams to lead and to shine forth at the appropriate times. So as leaders, sometimes we get caught up because we expect our team, our people to be us. Whether you are leading in your household or leading in your job organization or in a community organization, if you if you approach that leadership from the perspective that you're expecting everybody to be you, what you're going to do, a couple things are going to happen. One, you're going to stifle the critical thinking and the creativity and the gifts of the people who were sent to bless you. The people who are sent to be a part of your team and to add value from their perspective, if they are always working to be you or to meet your expectations or to meet your thought process, then you don't get what is good in them. You won't get the gift, the brilliance, the shine, the light that they have come to bring. What you're going to get is a mini you and you've got you covered. You're good at that. You don't need another you. So we stifle the gift that we were given through other people. The other thing that happens when we expect people to be us is you will set a goal and you might even maybe even meet that goal. You might even meet that goal. If you meet that goal, you're going to look behind you and found that you are by yourself. You will celebrate that victory all alone because people cannot be successful at being you. And it becomes a situation where they have what you need, but they don't feel adequate. They don't feel successful because they're striving to be something that they're not. So if you make it to the goal, if if you make it to the goal, you're going to look back and there's either going to be nobody there with you or the people who are with you will be wounded. They will have barely made it because they work so hard at trying to be you. My friends, we get so disappointed 
We get so disappointed in friendships and relationships and professional relationships because we're expecting people to respond and behave and act as we would. But there is freedom in recognizing that the people around us were not meant to be us. They were not meant to respond and act and behave just as we would. But they come to complement us. The strength of our community and the strength of our team is not everybody acting like robots. I think I've said this to you before, but my husband tells me all the time, we're not called to think alike, but we are called to think together. So that means I bring my perspective, my opinion, my thoughts, my gifts, and he brings his. And together, we will find the best next step for our family. But we don't discount what he brings. We don't discount what I bring. We don't discount what our daughter brings. But we bring all of those pieces to the table together, and we determine what's next as a team. So when we meet that goal, when we get to that destination, We're going to look around and every person who's important to us will be there with us and they will be healthy and they will be whole. They will not be wounded. So leaders, I've come to encourage you today. Stop expecting you out of your people. You have you covered. Your gifts flow freely from you. You already have that. You need a new perspective. You need a different response. You need a different approach. Find the value in the differences that your team brings. Find the value in the different approaches and the different ideas that come from the people who you serve with. We have been given such a humongous gift by uh, connecting with different perspectives on life, but we miss out on that gift and we shun that gift because we have our blinders on and the only perspective we can see is our own. So I want to encourage you today, think beyond or look beyond your own thinking and your own ideas to find the value in the difference that is brought to the table by the people who you do life with. Now, you know, before I go, I have to talk directly to those of us who are prone to burnout because that's what this podcast is about. We often find ourselves stuck in cycles of burnout because we are expecting our bosses, our colleagues, our children, our partners to do what we do. People are not going to work like you work. They are not going to approach crisis like you approach crisis. They're not going to handle a situation like you would. I've told you all when I tell my story that when I walked away from my job and I was out of work for five months, the work kept going. Somebody did it. They didn't do it like I did it or that I would have done it, but it got done. It got done. My way is not the only way. My way is not the only way. So sometimes those of us who are prone to burnout, we need to step back and determine what is the goal? What is the real goal? Is the goal for the job to be done 
or is the goal for the job to be done in the way you would do it? Because that is two different things. If the goal is for the job to be done, you can step aside and make way for somebody else to do it their own way. But it is unfair and unrealistic for you to think that somebody should do it exactly like you're going to do it. If the goal is for the job to be done the way that you would do it, that's why you get stuck doing it by yourself. And you know I love you. So my friends today, I want to encourage you. Stop expecting you out of other people. Find the value in the approaches, the behavior, and the opinions, and the gifts of the people around you. That's where the power comes from. We're missing out. We are missing out. When we expect other people to be just like us. Now you already know. You are powerful. You are significant. And you are loved. Love always. PBJ. PBJ.